Hey everyone, welcome back to DM Us the podcast. I'm Dane. And I'm Meg. And this is going to be episode two. We have had episode one already. If you haven't listened to that, please go back. We recommend you do. As we put a brain teaser at the end of it, and I'm about to reveal the answer, so if you don't want to be spoiled to that, then do go back to episode one and give it a listen. However, if you don't mind about just a simple brain teaser, then I'll carry on with the answer. So what you're looking for, and if you got it well done, but the answer was shadow. So hopefully mm-hmm. you guys figured that out. And now I'll be passing it to Meg, who's going to give us the details about another true crime case. Welcome back, everybody. So, this week we're covering another true crime case. Just a bit of background on me. I'm pretty into true crime. I listen to a lot of podcasts, watch a lot of YouTube videos. So, I find it kind of interesting you find it interesting at all yeah it's not my go-to topic but if you get a good case can definitely get your brain puzzled and uh you know wondering what happens sometimes i like the ones where you find out what happens because too much thinking of not knowing what happened uh kind of sends you a bit mad i feel like yeah well i'm afraid this one's (laughs) unsolved Another unsolved case, but we won't always do that, so that's okay. Yeah, it just means that we can uh, have a little bit more thinking. You can be a little bit more outgoing with what you think happened, because obviously nothing's been proven. Yeah. So this week, we're doing things a little bit differently. Dane doesn't know this case, so I'm going to kind of tell the story, and he's just going to kind of share what he thinks yeah so in the first episode i kind of knew what was going on this one i'm coming in blind so (laughs) it's kind of going to give the perspective of what you guys are hearing if you're hearing the case for the first time and yeah yeah, maybe we can crack it together all right so this case is on the disappearance of amy bradley some courses some sources refer to her by her full name which is amy lynn bradley Um, Amy vanished in the early hours of March 24th, 1998, on the cruise cruise ship Rhapsody of the Sea in the Caribbean. And this boat was really big. It held, I think, like two to three thousand people. Caribbean. Caribbean. In the Caribbean, man. It's the Caribbean. (laughs) I knew, I knew. I knew it was going to be like this. I said Caribbean. Okay. Do you say caribbean i say caribbean really yeah nothing wrong with that no there's nothing wrong with that but it's i think it's a good divide like heaps people say that caribbean is true. Heaps, i think maybe australians say caribbean i have no idea i have i don't know yeah not sure <laughs> i shouldn't comment i guess you say it one way and another person says it another way i've always said caribbean but anyways yeah. caribbean caribbean it doesn't matter carry on carry on so <laughs> So, I personally have never been on a cruise, but Dane has, so why don't you tell us a bit about what the cruise was like, and what the vibe was, and when you went? Because this cruise that she went on was in, yeah, 1998, which I didn't even realise that cruise ships were like a big thing in the 90s, so. Well, you got the Titanic. Yeah, I guess That's so. That's a pretty big thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but after that, <laughs> did well, you ever yeah. hear of people going on cruises? No, I guess not. I, I kind of thought it was a newer thing, but... Yeah, well, I have been trying to get you onto a cruise. Yes, you have, and I do not want to go. Yeah, so if you're a little bit claustrophobic, probably not the place for you because you do go under deck, and depending on the type of cruise it is, there's a lot of cabins all cramped together, really long mm-hmm. hallways that mm. look the same. Um if you get a little bit seasick, depending on the type of boat you're on, it can be pretty bad. I felt it most when I was in the shower and when you're walking oh, down those okay. hallways, you kind of feel the rock, but I guess the rocking of the ship, that is. But I guess that depends on what the conditions were like and how big the boat is um, and how big you feel it. Some people probably don't even notice it. Other people I've heard get really bad. I wasn't too bad. I was never sick on the actual trip itself. You just kind of feel it moving a bit, but that never really worried me. Uh, It was a three-day cruise, just Mm -hmm. over kind of like a weekend, and we didn't. There was no stops or anything, so we just went out to the sea. No, we just went out to sea, 
and then came back. Right. And it was a comedy cruise. So <laughs> they put a lot of shows on. They had like bingo and oh, obviously yeah. uh, stand-up comedians. And then yeah. in the, they have a lot of rooms on the cruise. So there's always a place where you can go and they've got some activity on, whether it be like trivia right. or yeah. like a dancing, you know, all this different yeah. stuff. They had a few uh, restaurants. Uh, some were ones where you sat down and it had a set course meal, uh, all paid yeah. for because obviously you walk onto the cruise and you pay for it. But there are some restaurants where you do have to pay extra. And then there's a buffet thing that you can go oh, to okay. where you can kind of just choose whatever you want. Um, but the food there wasn't that great. So we kind of went to the restaurant every night, mm -hmm. uh, the free one, which was good. I think we went to the fancy one like once where you pay for the <laughs> extra one, but like the free one's pretty good too. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't too bad. So did you feel safe? Like, was anything, was there anything weird? No, nothing weird really Didn't happened. Didn't see anything weird. Found. You felt I safe. Mean, yeah, it was all fine really. But if somebody in your family, like, went missing or you couldn't find them, it would be hard to find them. Yeah, so the boat, it was a pretty big boat and sometimes they had it, like, they even had a casino on it, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can get a lot done. Uh, top deck, there's like a pool and golf stuff and chess stuff. Yeah, I've um, seen them. They have like pools and yeah. all kinds of weird things. But um, if did you like go near the edge? Like if you fell overboard, was there? There's like things underneath, isn't there, to like kind of catch you? Uh, I think so. There can be lower decks. I guess it depends on the design of the boat. Um, yeah. But I guess like you know, if you want, there are some that are right on the edge where you can just go overboard and mm. fall straight into the water. But yeah, you don't really think about it. I mean, unless you're being silly. Would you have to kind of? To climb, climb over. Yeah, you'd have to climb over. Like, you couldn't just walk and you're right at the edge. And accidentally fall off. Yeah. It doesn't seem like an accidental thing. Maybe if you've had a few too many, because they do have, like, bars there, obviously, yeah. and you can get drinks and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, there, yeah, there's a few different layers to the cruise as well. So, on our one, there was three main kind of decks mm -hmm. or levels. Uh, and on each one, they had various different rooms with various activities going on. So it's definitely easy to uh, not see someone for a while because obviously if someone wants to go do a music trivia, then they're going to go to that room on, say, it's on the third deck and, like, it's a pretty long boat as well. And if you're up on the top deck because you want to chill by the pool or yeah. if you're in the movie theatre you, because you don't want to be um, bothered or anything, obviously there's periods of times where you don't see anyone for a while and mm -hmm. if you did think about... Uh, where they were it would take a while to get there not to mention when you sail out just to the middle of the sea reception's not great so oh, you don't really yeah. have your phone you have just the onboard internet if they uh, offer it yeah um so yeah you kind of have to it's it's back when the olden day holidays or vacations where you go to a big theme park and they say all right if you want to do this and someone else wants to do something else then we're going to meet back at you know mm, a yep. so-and-so location at 12 p.m. for lunch or something. Yep. So you kind of had to split up into various ways depending on what you wanted to do. Most of the time we stuck together and it was fine. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty big ship. Mm -hmm. But it was it was really fun. Really enjoyed going on the cruise. Nice holiday. Ate some good food. Had some drinks and uh, yeah, just enjoyed. Nice. So I'd definitely go again, and definitely trying to get you onto one. <laughs> Let's do a one day cruise. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Much like myself, Amy was reluctant to go on this cruise. So her dad, Ron, had won this cruise through his work and he wanted to take Amy, her brother Brad, and his wife, Iva. And a lot of people love that um, her brother is called Brad Bradley. Yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> weird name. I don't know why you'd do that to a kid. <laughs> that's what everybody says. Yeah. Brad Bradley. So I, I just I got a good Brad, ring to Brad. it. Brad Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so she ended up agreeing, and before the cruise, she seemed pretty excited to go. Okay, so just a little timeline of where they were traveling. So the ship was traveling from Puerto Rico on the Saturday, on Saturday the 21st of March to Aruba. And then from Aruba to Curacao, from Curacao to St. Martin, and then from St. Martin to St. Thomas, and then back to Puerto Rico on Saturday, March 28th. 
So it was like a week-long cruise, and they were just island hopping, basically. So they got off onto the islands? Yes, so the ship would dock, and everyone would get off for like a day, and then they would get back on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't mind that cruise as well. Yeah, island hopping sounds pretty nice, but we'll see after we read the rest of this. (laughs) (laughs) So, a bit of background on Amy. She was 23 years old at the time, and she had just graduated from college on... Uh, like a sports scholarship and I think she was the first female to get a full scholarship so that's pretty cool Um, she was a trained lifeguard she loved sport and she was also a swim team coach so she was definitely a strong swimmer but she was uneasy about like the open ocean which I think most of us are yeah so at the time she was about to start a new job She had just moved into a new unit on her own and she was going to adopt a little, I think, English bulldog. Adopt one? Yes, and it would be ready the day after she got back, I think. Why is she adopting and not, like, buying it? Is it, like, a rescue dog or something? I guess so, yeah. Okay. But basically that tells us that she had a lot of things to come back for. Right. She she had a lot of plans. She had organised... A lot of things to do when she got back so she was just going to go on this holiday and then come back so as most people do or aim to well when they say like oh she committed suicide and stuff like that then uh, okay well, you want to know these um, yeah. these are important points to say she was going to pick up her dog when she got back right she yeah. just moved she was going to start a new job like she had all of these things true planned That's why she didn't want to really go on the cruise, because she was like, oh, I've got all these things going on. Was she in a relationship at the time? Uh, No, I don't think so. Okay. So, some key facts about Amy. She had short brown hair, and sometimes she dyed it blonde. She had various piercings on her ears, and then I think she had her belly button pierced. Yep. And then what comes in really important in this case are her four tattoos. So she had, she had pretty cool tattoos. She had a Tasmanian devil spinning a basketball on is her it, left shoulder blade. Is it like the Looney Tunes Tasmanian devil? Uh, I think. Or just like an actual Tasmanian devil? Surely the Looney Tunes one. All they say is a Tasmanian devil, but yeah, hey, it probably was. Yeah. Um, I think it was, yeah, cartoony. Yeah. Yeah, so the Tasmanian devil was on her left shoulder blade. Probably straight out of Space Jam. That's a cool tattoo. I kind of like that. Yeah. She had a sun on her lower back, a Chinese symbol on her right ankle, and a gecko on her navel, which is, I think, your belly button area. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she had, like, pretty distinctive tattoos and piercings. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But anyways, those are, like, important to remember. Yeah. So... The family all flew to Puerto Rico on... So, the family all flew to Puerto Rico, and on Saturday the 21st of March, they boarded the ship. Yeah. Amy wrote um, some postcards to her friends saying how nice it was, and that she would be back on Saturday. On Monday, March 23rd, the ship docks in Aruba, and the family take what is now their last family photo together. Right. Which... So... They then get off the boat to explore Aruba, so they go shopping and just hang out. Then later on, they get back on the boat, and in the evening, they go to the formal um, dining area to have dinner, which is what you were talking about. So they kind of dress up. The fancy dinner, yeah. Yeah, and I'm... They'd get their photos taken as well. Yep. You know, I know of uh, friends who have gone on a cruise where, like, they do have yep. suit and tie events and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, they, the, her and Brad events. get a photo together, which is the main photo that's used of her. Yep. So that's her and her brother. So while they were having dinner, there was three male waiters that were being, like, the family just kind of noticed they were being extra nice and, like, over-attentive to Amy. 
Right. And then later on, the waiters actually approached her parents after Amy and Brad had gone off to do other things. Yeah. And they asked for Amy by name, and they said they wanted to take her to a club in Aruba. So uh. they were so they wanted to take her off the boat to this club. And actually, an interesting fact is, um, this. This club that they wanted to take her to is where Natalie Holloway went missing seven years later. And Natalie Holloway, that's like another really big case. She right. went missing from this club in Aruba. Yeah, that sounds sus. Seven as. years later. So gotcha. that's like kind of really weird. Yeah. It's um, pretty sketchy with these three guys. They probably could do it pretty often if they keep working with that cruise yeah. and they know that they gets off at Aruba. They're probably linked with the club somehow. Yeah. Totally. But yeah, carry on. Yep. So her parents told her and she was not keen at all. And she said they gave her the creeps and she was not going anywhere with them, which is definitely smart. And why would anyone do that? Yeah. Like three guys. No thanks. Um, So after dinner, the family went to the upper deck to the Calypso party where a band called the Blue Orchid were playing. They did a limbo competition, which Brad won and they were just dancing and having a good time you know a bit about limbo don't you yeah i used to (laughs) dabble in limbo when i was a kid as everyone did when they went to like um, birthday parties and stuff your msn name was limbo champ remember yes i do remember that limbo champ i always say i was never like i was pretty good at limbo for my size because i was a pretty tall kid so i'd I'd get extra smaller or extra low compared to the... I'd bend a little bit more Pretty compared to the other kids. But, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, they were just hanging out at this Calypso party. Pretty crazy that the brother won Limbo and then the sister goes missing, like, it's all in the one family. What do you I mean? Think, well, like, when we on the, went on the cruise, I don't think anyone won anything. And oh, Like, like right. it just happens that, like, this guy wins the whole cruise Limbo and the sister oh, also right. goes missing. Right. It's just a bit... Unfortunate. Yeah, random. But yeah, because they were having a good time. So much happening to, like, the one family. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. So, something that the family and other passengers noticed is that there was dancers, along with just random other people, being let on the boat to join the party from Aruba. Ah. So they were pretty sus on that because... Yeah, I wouldn't want... They weren't paying, paying passengers. Yeah, exactly and then what if they got into rooms and whatnot yeah exactly like there is a lock on the rooms but you never know what could happen yep so during the party amy and Ivor went to the fourth deck to look at photos that had been taken after the dinner and they couldn't find amy's photos right so a lot of some people pass this off as nothing and then some people think it's weird like why were Amy's photos gone? Like, all of them. The photographer couldn't even find them. And the mum either had to ask for them to be redeveloped. Right, so they were already developed photos. So he, I think he put them on this board. Oh, and you go And you could come photo. and buy them. Right, gotcha. Okay. One of those situations. Yeah, so that's sus, because then they might have used so that to identify her. Yeah, why couldn't they find Amy's photos? But then some people say, you know, it could just be a coincidence that, like... I mean, if they got all the other photos up there, I wouldn't say that's a coincidence. I know, but, like, why well, would her photos... Yeah, that's what I mean. That's not a coincidence if the one girl that goes I missing know. is the one that doesn't have the photos up. It's just a bit, like... On another podcast I listened to, they were like... It's kind of a bit of foresight, like, for the person to... To say, this girl is going to go missing, so I'm going to go and get her photo. Like, what would be the pers- purpose of that if she's not missing yet? You go and take yeah. all of her photos. Maybe that. Maybe, well, maybe it was evidence. Maybe they were in the photos with her. Maybe, or they were. Or in the background. They could have used it as identification if the people that were coming oh. on needed to get this girl, and they said, "This is what she looks like." And they can't find any photos of her. Yeah, because obviously they give them the photo, and then they can say, "All right, we're looking for the girl in this right. photo." They could. Sl- that could slow them down for sure. That's a good point. Haven't heard that before. Wait, slow who down? Like the investigators. No, I mean, it was like what she got mean? kidnapped off the boat. Yeah. And there were kidnappers, and they needed to know what the girl they were kidnapping looked like. Oh, they sorry, I thought, I thought you meant... 
Yeah, no. They so they couldn't identify obviously, her no, quicker. Obviously, the family could provide her photos with on their devices. Or well, something. that's what I thought. Like, yeah, they'd, I'm sure they'd have a photo. Okay, of sorry. No, I mean yes, because you said there were people that got on from Aruba. 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 Um, they could be located with this club, and the waiters could line up suspects for these people to take. Yeah, yeah. When they get on, they say obviously because they don't want the waiters to be. Um, like in as suspects so that they're, they're not the ones that go to the kidnapping they just identify no. who to take and they give the photo to the people who are meant to take them they locate the girl and get her out of there nice you know the waiters might point her in the direction that she's at at that time if they kept tabs on her yep but yeah just my thoughts anyway carry on no i like it i like it okay so So the ship departed Aruba around 1am on Tuesday the 24th of March. So in the middle of the night, the ship's right. departing Aruba and travelling in international waters to the next stop, which is Curacao. Yeah. Around 1.30am, Ron and Iva go to bed and Amy and Brad continue partying at the ship's 24-hour nightclub. Yep. Which sounds weird. Anyway, so well, did you have a 24-hour nightclub on yours? I'm not sure it was 24 hours, but we definitely had a club that went on in oh, like the early morning. Gosh, okay. um, can't say it was 24 hours because I didn't stay there for all through the morning. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, there was definitely, because there's not too much else to do at that late night when you want drinks and I whatnot. Guess. You just yeah, kind of just go, yeah, to the club go to the club and dance and go to the bar. Yeah. So Either that or it's like go back to your room and just go to bed or hang out with whoever you're on the cruise with yeah so i was talking about the band the blue orchid before yeah so amy is actually seen by her family members and other people talking to the band and to a particular person in the band the bass player his name was alistair douglas Yes, his name is Alistair Douglas, or his nickname is Yellow. Oh, okay. So we, everyone refers to him as Yellow in all the videos and stuff. Yeah. So there's actually video footage, and you can go and see it. Um, Amy is captured on video dancing with him into the early hours of the night. And right. they're getting close. Close and personal. So... Just a quick side note, at the time in 1998, cruise ships were under no obligation to investigate any kind of crime, and ships were registered to foreign countries, so they could get around rules, regulations, uh, yeah. like tax payments, so... Duping all the systems. Yeah, so um, criminal investigations were the responsibility of the registered country, so I don't think many people realised... Oh, okay. So her case has actually changed some of the yeah. rules and regulations of cruise ships because why would you... Yeah, that cruise ship could be coming from a country where, like, it's all very corrupt. Well, it's it's advertised... Well, they were American, so it's advertised as American, but it actually yeah. comes from a different place. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of people knew that, and there's just kind of... They go off the old, old laws of the sea or the old maritime... Yeah, just whatever Wars. they had in place at the time. Yeah, so they... So it it, it makes it complicated. Yeah, um, that would. Because they were sailing in international waters at the time of her disappearance. Yeah. So around 3.35am, so we're still Tuesday the 24th. Yep. The ship's computerised door lock system records Brad coming back into the room... Right. Then five minutes later at 3.40 a.m., Amy also returns. Oh, so they both get back. Yep, so they both come back. They then hang out on their private balcony and they just chat for a bit. In some sources, it says that Ron also gets up and sees them and then goes back to bed. Were they all in the same room? Yep, so they're yep. all in the same room. Yep. So then Brad goes back in and goes to bed and Amy decides to stay out on the balcony to get some fresh air and Brad says goodnight. Yep. And she actually ends up sleeping, it's like a, on a deck chair, 
so you can put your legs out. And she actually ends up just sleeping there um, oh, that okay. night. A little bit weird, but alright. Well, I she, guess she had been wasted. drinking. Yeah. And I think I think it said Sometimes in the source that she was feeling seasick, so she just wanted fresh air. Yeah. Well, you could just open the door. I would. I wouldn't think if you're feeling seasick, you'd want to be right out but by if the ocean. Your family are in there. You wouldn't want to open the door while they're sleeping. Yeah, I guess so. Well, if you're that drunk, you can just fall asleep. I don't know. Yeah. So around 5:30 a.m., Ron wakes up and sees Amy's legs. So he just kind of peers out through the doors and sees her legs and assumes, oh, she's still sleeping. I won't bother her because we have to get up soon because the ship's going to dock in yep. Curacao. Yep. So he goes back to sleep. So around 6 a.m., so like half an hour later, he wakes up again and finds the door to the deck slightly open and Amy is gone. Right. Along with her cigarettes and her lighter, but her shoes were left behind. And it also appears that she's changed clothes. So she probably could have put another pair of shoes on, yep. but they seem to think that she didn't have shoes on, so she would be back soon. Gotcha. So her dad assumes she's just gone up to to watch the sunrise and to watch them pull into Curacao and maybe just have a smoke. Yep. And then she'll be back. Um, so Ron actually walks up to find her, thinking that, that she'll just be like up on the upper deck. Yeah. And he can't find her, so he walks around the boat for about an hour after she doesn't end up coming back. Yeah. So he goes to look for her, and he says, he quotes that, it's unlike her to leave and not say where she was going. Like, she'd always tell us where right. she was going. And the mum says that, the mum Iva says that she looks at Ron and she just knows something's instantly, like, wrong. Oh, Okay. So around 7am, the boat is pulling into Curacao, and they're running around looking for Amy. So yep. a lot of people right. um, think it's weird that they straight away, she's missing, we can't find her, and they panic straight away. What do you mean? So usually people, I don't know, like within half an hour, he thinks, yeah. oh my god, she's gone, where is she? But she's... But she could just be walking around the ship. Yeah, that's true. And then they, yeah, within like an hour or two, they're um, like running around searching for her frantically. Well, it depends if they've had like conversation that, you know, true. like they said, we'll all wake up at seven and go, Yeah. you know, get ready to get off to the boat into Curacao. And then, you know, that rolls around and she's not there. So obviously yeah. you're thinking, where is she? And he says, it's really weird that she didn't. Yeah, especially Say if where it's she was going. not like her to let everyone know, especially if yep. maybe they already had plans. Like, when you make plans with someone and you think you're going to change that, you're just going to say, yeah. you, you would say something. I think, well, or I like, think it's good. Leave like, a note, whatever. A lot of times that, a lot of times when people go missing, people don't react for like hours, hours later. So I actually think it's good that they reacted straight away. Yeah. Well, it's, it kind of rules out that club and everything though now because they already left Aruba, I feel like. Like, yeah. if she's gone missing yeah. while they've been out on the ocean, not docked yet. Yeah, so it's all happening on the ship. Could have fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, she had been drinking. Yeah. Um. So they ran into the ship's chief of security and alerted him. Yep. And they, at some point, they approached the captain. Yep. Amy's parents begged them not to let people off until they had searched the boat. Right. And unfortunately, the captain says no. Uh, okay. He didn't want to worry the passengers, and it was too early to make an announcement. But right. he does agree to get his staff to search the ship. So this is pretty much Ooh. ruins the case. He lets everybody off why the, didn't, onto the island. Why didn't they just check them as they left the boat? Well, they... So as everybody gets off the ship, the Bradleys run around searching... And I actually wrote this in my notes. Why don't they go and watch as everybody gets yeah, off? Or like they send two people to look out for it as everyone's getting off and other two people can search that's the boat. What, that's what a lot of people have said. But I don't know, in this, in their panic, they must have just right. really thought that she was still on and then she wouldn't have got off. Yeah, that's fair. If she thought she was someone they wouldn't, she wouldn't get off and leave without um, yeah. you know, letting them know that she's gone. So it's just really unfortunate that, that the captain didn't stop everyone from getting off because they then if they did a thorough search i don't know it's hard like 
Yeah. Because could they have searched the kitchen? Could they have searched, like, the crew quarters where they all hung out? Like... Yeah, I guess so. You'd have to search, like, every corner of that ship. Yeah, I guess back then, you know, the first thing to do was keep your passengers happy because, you know, if this gets out that they thought, um, you know, uh, a lot of these passengers would be scared to go back onto the cruise again with that company. It could ruin their reputation. Yeah, which is sad because... Just because someone tells us to not let anyone off the boat, we're not going to listen to them, you know. Yeah. They're probably get these cases all the time where they haven't seen someone in a or they would just hours. say she's probably just yeah somewhere yeah, on the ship say, you know it's a pretty big boat just go have a look for her and if you don't find anything then yeah. then come back to me but it's really yeah it's really unfortunate because that could have they could have found her if they didn't let everybody off yeah but looking back on all these cases there's always a place where you can yeah. say well that's unfortunate they could have done this yeah. and everything would have been different yeah exactly so it's not how it goes yeah i know so while they're searching, Brad actually runs into Yellow, and he says, "Hey, the bass player. yeah." Yep. He says, "Sorry to hear about your sister. Oh. How did he know that she was missing?" Some people say that um, the crew. Well, yeah, they could have been alerted. You know, yeah, they could have been alerted. The crew like gossip and kind of spread. The rumor could have spread around. Well, yeah, especially with everyone working on the board, they could um, they could have said, "Keep your eye out for this lady, Amy." Blah blah blah. And if she'd been yeah. chatting with him, he'd realised that her name was Amy, whatever. Yeah. Amy Bradley. And then that's how he realised. I guess so. But at the same time, he just met her the, yeah. a few hours before. And now he's like, say, sorry, sorry your sister's missing. Yeah. Like, how well did you know Brad? That you could pick him out and be like, sorry, your sister's missing. Yeah, true. It's a bit strange. But yeah, I wonder if he'd had run into her parents, if he would have said the same thing. Or he probably just saw Brad at the the dance with Amy and yeah, knew that they were I mean, together. together. Yeah, I'm not sure. So around 8am, they agree to make an announcement, but all they say is, will Amy Bradley please come to the purse's desk? So they don't actually say that she's missing, right? but they do make an announcement. Yeah. Cause obviously they wouldn't want to alert everyone else on the boat. You know, we can't find this lady. Can people look for it? Yeah. They'd just be like, you know, if she's out there, we'll just let them know, come to the purse's desk desk yeah so we can sort it out that's probably the kind of thing they do all the time when someone else is missing yeah you know just report to this place yeah exactly and then also at some point the coast guard came and they did a search of the water as well yep. and they didn't find anything right. um some people i've heard some people say that when if a body goes overboard yeah it always like washes up but i don't really believe that yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe in the Caribbean, because I imagine the water's, like, really clear, and... I don't know. There'd still be sharks, yeah. wouldn't there? I have no idea. I'm not a deep-sea water expert in these things. But all it, all it would take... Can't say I have too much knowledge on what a body's going to do if it goes overboard into the water. Yeah, yeah but you wouldn't always assume that it's going to show up. No, I don't think so. All it takes is for it to get caught on, like, a rock or under a rock or... Yeah anything like that and it's not going to surface that's right or a shark yeah yep that's right you know maybe she was killed and then filled with heavy stuff or tied well, to something heavy yeah. and sunk that's what they used to do a lot so now we're at like 5 p.m the family's been searching all day and they can't find her yep. and then the captain also says to them he can't find them either so at 5.30 p.m. the Bradleys decide to get off the boat after a crew member suggests that she might be in Curacao. And he, I don't know if he insists, but it sounds like he says, you know, if she's off the boat, we can't let you off. So if, if you don't get off, we can't let you off. Right. If that makes sense. So, so you have to get off and look for her or stay on and look for her. You can't. Because they're leaving. They're... Right. So the family make the really hard decision to... Can they not leave two people on and two people get off? I did think that. Yeah. I No, they decided one, to stay together. Two people on one person off. I, I thought that too, but they decided yeah. to stay together and they made the sad decision to to get off the boat. Right. So they get off the boat and they watch the ship leave the island... And they're running around the island looking for her. And yeah. while they're on the island, they contact the FBI. Yeah. So the FBI 
say that they can't get there for another 24 hours, but they do eventually come. Yeah. So it's around, I think, Wednesday, the 25th of March, the FBI get into contact with the ship and they find out that the ship didn't actually do a proper search. So the captain lied. Oh, okay. So the Bradleys are like fuming at this point, obviously. Yeah. So they jump on a flight to get to the island of St. Thomas with people from the FBI so they can get back on the ship. Right. So they meet the ship at the next port, which is the island of St. Thomas. Then Thursday, the 26th of March, the FBI conduct a thorough search of the ship and they like show a picture to people and yeah, they so ask like around. Two days later, yeah. she went missing. Unfortunately, it's, and they've already stopped and gotten off. People have gotten back on. Yeah. They've gone. A lot's happened. A lot of time for something to happen. Exactly. Especially if the ship wasn't properly searched and she was in a place where, you know, passengers yeah. weren't allowed to go. Yeah, exactly. Or she was, um, like, snuck off the boat. Yeah. Um, in Aruba. No. No, they've already left Aruba and she was on In Curacao. Curacao. Yeah. She could have been snuck off the boat, um, because there were, I don't think there was much security. People were just getting off. Yeah, that's what I mean. I guess back in those times, that's what it was like. When we yeah. got on, there was, you know, there was a checkpoint that you had to go through, show your pass that you were on... Yeah. On and everything. I believe there was a checkpoint, but yeah. um, it sounded like it wasn't strict at all. Like they didn't search your stuff. You yeah. just said, "Yeah, I'm getting on." Yeah, whatever. I think getting on there was, there was. I think there was two places you could go on, to, like to get oh. on. So do two different um, kind of walkways to the See, land. That's hard if there's two. But yeah, we'll just split one. You could have had one person. Yeah. yeah. I totally would have done that. Yeah. I would have said, I'm going to go watch every single person get off. That's right. Every single person get on, but then if they're carrying like. What if it was like a kitchen person or a, or like, this like someone doing like the laundry or something and they had like a big luggage or something. Yeah. And yeah. they snuck her out. Like, would you. Like in the old movies, you always see the, yeah. the special agents jump into the, yeah, the yeah. laundry to hide. Like, and like I just think, I just places. think of something like that if they took her off, yeah. but then they could have hidden her on the boat as well. well. Yeah. Well, it seems like there was time for the, or there were situations where they could have done a number of things. Yeah. They could have just carried her off. It's now they, they they, there, there wasn't anyone looking. Put a hat so. on her and, yeah. and some sunnies and there you go. You've no idea. That's right. So while the FBI was searching, the family was also still searching and yep. the family are approached by two youngish girls, I think like college age, yep. who say that they had been looking for the family because they had seen Amy the morning of when she went missing. Oh, okay. So they say they had seen her around 5.45 a.m. Yeah. Back where the party was, so in the <laughs> nightclub. Yeah. She'd come up the elevator and she was with Yellow. Oh. And she was drinking what looked like coffee. Yeah. So that's a possible, the first possible sighting. Right. So the FBI think, okay, Yellow's the last person to see her alive. We need to interview him. So they interview him and he says, I know nothing about this girl going missing. Yeah. And they do a polygraph test on him, but there ends up not being enough evidence to contain him. Right. And then as he walks out after after being interrogated, he smiles at the family and gives them a thumbs up and walks off. That's a bit weird. So, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, yeah like, geez. how rude. And the dad apparently was, like, going to fight him. <laughs> like, of course. Oh, like, man. Imagine that how smugness. How frustrating. Yeah. So, the FBI also finds out that all the photos of Amy are missing from when Iva and Amy had discovered this earlier. The FBI also discover. Yeah. There's no, wait, there's no photos of her. What the heck? Right. But in the end, the FBI can't charge anyone. There's not enough enough evidence evidence. of anyone doing anything wrong. Right. So Saturday, the 28th of March, the cruise is over and they get off the ship and they go home. Yeah. Without Amy, which is really sad. Yeah, that's terrible. And as soon as they get home, they launch a campaign to find out what happened to Amy. And they put out a $200,000 reward. And they're on, like, all the media. They really get the story out. Yeah. Really well. So, on the 21st of April, Brad and Ron return to the island. Of Curacao? Of Curacao. 
Yeah. So they're searching for her and they're showing people pictures. And within 24 hours, they're approached by a taxi driver. Oh. So he was one of the taxi drivers that kind of sat and waited while people got off the ship after the cruise to pick people up. Yeah. And he says that he sees, after the ship had docked, he sees Amy and she approaches his taxi, kind of looking a bit frantic, and asks where the telephone was. And he says to Ron and Brad, I remember she had green eyes. Right. And she did. Yeah. Okay. But she, uh, she, I'm assuming, he didn't actually say, I'm assuming she walks off after she asks, like, where's the telephone? And she's looking a bit frantic. Yeah. So she runs off. And that's that. Gotcha. And then four days into the search, Brad believes that he hears Amy's voice from a passing van. So they oh. follow the van. Yeah. And they stop it, but she's not in there. And oh, okay. he's thinking, I don't know if I imagined it or if it was in a different car, but he's like, sure that you he heard her voice. Yeah. And then after about a week, they return home because unfortunately they couldn't find anything. Yeah. And then they actually do get a call from somebody on the island oh, okay. saying that a body was found. Right. And this, um, I think it was like a coroner or something and they contact the family, but it turned out the body wasn't even female oh. and it was just like a couple of bones and I don't know why they, they called the family. Yeah. That's a bit weird, but anyway. And okay. then I've heard, I've heard a brief thing where two witnesses said that they saw her with a man in a baseball hat, I think after they got off the ship, right. but there's not much information on that. Yeah, so it's a lot of just what people are May, saying they've said, yeah. thought they saw. But when you look at a photo of her, like, you know, she, I think she would kind of fit into a crowd. Yeah. Like, no, would you, you wouldn't you be able remember to really pick that out. seeing her... If you need to, even if you have time, just Google Amy Bradley and yeah. you'll be able to see the photos of her. We might put one up, um... But yeah, and you can also Google the video of her. It's just her and Yellow dancing. Oh, okay. And they're just getting close, that's all. Right. Um, so, that's kind of the end of that. So now we'll go on to possible oh, right. sightings. Yep. So, this first possible sighting is the one that people say is the most credible. Yep. So, in May of 1999... So it's not that long after she disappeared. Yeah. David Carmichael, a Canadian man who was scuba diving on the island, said he saw a woman on the beach walking with two men either side of her, and the woman approached him when she heard he was speaking English. Uh, okay. So, right before she gets to him, the two men pull her away into a cafe, and David thinks, that's weird, I'm going to follow them. Yeah. So, and he says, he notices a scar, and he notices the same tattoos that we spoke about earlier. Oh, really? He actually said those tattoos? Yeah. He said, oh, okay. I saw that she had so-and-so tattoos. Well, it's got to be her then, right? That's what he reckons. Yeah. And, um, unfortunately, I think, like, he isn't able to get near her because she's being, like, escorted. Right. And, um, yeah, he actually contacted the family and he said he wasn't interested in the reward money. He just wanted to let them know. And he's a hundred percent sure that it's Amy. Yeah. 100%. Well, yeah. I mean, if you match those tattoos and you definitely yeah. saw them, I think you'd be pretty sure of yourself. And yeah. And you're not interested in, in the money, know, or, in anything, the money yeah. or anything, $200,000. Like he is so sure. There's an, there's a podcast called vanished and it covers um amy's story and he's actually interviewed so you can oh, kind okay. of um, listen to him explain it yeah and he's he seems so sure that it was her but i just guess he wasn't able to catch up with her yeah um and these guys and then in august of 1999 this is a really horrible. The family ends up being scammed by this guy called Frank Jones. Wow. Who presents himself as like, I think it's like a naval officer or something like that. Yeah. And he was asking the family for money 
to search for Amy, and he told her that he had found her and that she was in human trafficking, but he Jeez. needed this money to get her out. And the, the family say, before we send you this money, we need proof. Send us a photo of her. Yeah. So he sends a photo of a girl on the beach, but she's faced towards the ocean, so she's faced away. Yeah. And she's got all of her tattoos. The same tattoos? Yes. So you right. can see she's got a tattoo on her shoulder, and there's a photo of her standing up, and you can see the tattoo on her ankle. Yeah. And she's like the same build as Amy. She's got short brown hair. Yeah. But and you don't see the face. You don't see the face. And that's like the first thing I thought when I, when I first heard about this case and yeah. I saw the photo, I thought, that's not concrete proof. Like, yeah, the tattoos, but yeah. well, you can't see her face. As if you couldn't get a photo of her turned around. Yeah. I don't Yeah. That's true. Not sure but, why um, I do that. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. So they actually sent someone down there to monitor Frank Jones because they were a bit sus. I think he was like a private investigator. Uh, okay. And he finds Frank is not doing anything. He finds him at a bar drinking and using all of their money. Wow. And he actually faked the photos. That's horrible. And he did this to the family for like a few years. Yeah, some people just saying that like just I, don't care. Yeah. Just try and get everything out for themselves. Yeah, like he calls him and says, "I found her." But I need uh, to wait to get her because she's like in human trafficking yeah, or whatever. That's horrible. Yeah. So then we fast forward to 2003 when a naval officer, I think he was an American naval officer who was at a brothel on the island. Right. And he, mind you, he wasn't supposed to be there. He wasn't allowed to be there. Yeah. And he says that she came up to him and said, my name is Amy Bradley, please help me. And he didn't come forward for a couple of years because he didn't want to get into trouble. Yeah. And then when um, they went to investigate the brothel, it had burnt down. Oh, okay. And there was nothing left of it. Well, that's a shame. You'd think if someone yeah. comes out like that and you're an officer, you'd try and help them. If someone says, yeah. please help me. I know. I know. What's with all but these people? I guess he was in too much shame that he wasn't meant to be at a brothel. Yeah. Maybe he had a family and but, a wife yeah. and everything. And he just realized if he does this, you know, his life's over. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think there's a lot of crime and trafficking yeah. and stuff in these yeah, places. Some, some people don't want to get themselves involved because they'll think yeah. they'll come after them. Especially if you're like a naval officer or, yeah. you know, if you think the amount of times that if you see something suspicious, like, I feel like we're so reluctant because you just think, oh, it couldn't be. Well, true. But at the same time, like, we live in a pretty sheltered well, country. Well, yeah, we don't come across that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but def- you'd think that you... would be a lot worse. But you'd, I don't know. You'd think that know. you would... Some people aren't always, like, paranoid. Yeah, that's anything true. like that. They might, they'll think, like, oh, this person's, you know... Yeah, people like to, like, think of a reasonable explanation for something. They don't like yes. something that can't be explained exactly so in 2005 years later a photo was sent to the family by an anonymous person of a prostitute for sale in the caribbean right and these photos are everywhere and everyone says even a detective says that is her what did the family say that it's her Oh, and okay. I'll show you the photo. Um, yeah. That lead, unfortunately, goes cold. Yeah. But they're sure that it's her. Alright, so we got the photo here. Yep. It's the one on the left. Yeah. There. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess if they say that's her, then, you know, if that's her family, they kind I of know what she looks of... like. It does look pretty similar. I can see, like... And she does have natural black hair, right? She's she got, dyed like, it blonde. Yes. So, yeah. her cheeks are quite prominent, and she's got kind of, like, redness on her cheeks. And I see that in the photo. Yeah. That she's got the same cheek. Well, she looks like she's got the same chin as well. Nose, mouth. Like, her mum reckons it's her. The, the detectives, like, did a facial analysis on it, and they reckon it's her. Yeah. It looks pretty, like it looks pretty similar, long, really for sure. Long hair. Especially with this photo, I find more than this one. Yeah. Like, it does, but... 
Uh, it looks very similar. It does. If you ask me, the yeah. cheeks are what I'm like drawn to. But right. then, if you look at it from this angle, you think, oh, it doesn't really look like a. True. It, uh, but, I don't know. You know, someone in that situation can look a little bit different in a different angle. Well, if she's been put into then. prostitution or whatever, she's she's yeah, a bit rough. That's right. If you, uh, yeah. So that is right. like. It, well, at the very least, it does look very similar to it. It does. I'll give him that, for sure. Yeah. And then... If you guys want, you could probably just find that on a Google search yeah, as well. Yeah, you'll find... As soon as you Google her name, you'll find all of these photos. Yeah. Um, so, in 2005, this lady called Judy and her husband were on a cruise. Yeah. As well. Was it the same company? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. And the ship docked in Barbados, and they decided to go shopping in the shopping centre, and Judy needs to go to the bathroom. So she goes to the bathroom, yeah. and these people come in, and it's a woman with, like, a group of men. Right. And the, Judy's in the stall. Yeah. So she's just hearing, and they're yelling at her, and they're saying, don't mess up the deal, the deal's at 11, you know, don't mess this up, or something like that. Yeah. And then they leave her in the bathroom and Judy comes out of the stall and approaches the woman because the woman looks really like panicked. Oh, okay. And the woman, the girl says to her, my name is Amy. Oh. And the lady says, oh, my daughter's name is Amy as well. Yeah. And the girl walks towards her as if to tell her like, be quiet. Right. And then the men hear this and they kind of start up again. Right. And the girl walks out of the bathroom. Oh, so. <laughs> the lady actually goes to the police and they create a sketch of the girl. Okay. And the girl... I mean, sorry. And the sketch looks a lot like her as well. Oh, okay. Of the lady she saw. Yeah, so I'll show you... Here we go. That's the composite sketch that Judy saw. So you again, uh, you've got the redness on the cheeks. Not to mention... And that the, fuzzy hair. Yeah, it's got the same hair as the one in the other photo when she looked yeah. like she was being sold. Um, yeah. I mean, that looks pretty identical to this one right there. It does. So it seems like there are very close sightings, at least if not of this, of Amy, of this chick that's obviously in there yeah so so the detectives follow up on that lead and unfortunately no one remembers seeing this girl in the shopping center and that's the last like big tip that they've had and they're obviously still searching today but unfortunately she's still not being found yeah so, so is, is the case still open like is anyone investigating it still or uh, like it's open but they're not really doing anything. I'd assume it. it's open, but like if tips aren't coming in, then they're not yeah. really investigating it. Yeah, that's fair. Which I mean, is unfortunate. It's it's been uh, fifteen years since the last sighting now. Yeah, crazy. But like, that's the hard thing is that this happened so long in, ago. Yeah, and in, in another country. Yeah. So are the the police on the island going to be investigating it? Yeah, probably not. You know what I mean, like. They like, could be corrupt. A lot not, of people think that the whole entire ship, like the captain, the yeah. waiters, the crew, they were, they were all kind of involved oh, yeah, they, in they some kind of trafficking. Could have been back then. Um, um, and also yellow. They all think that everyone's involved. Yeah. Or if not, then yellow is involved. With something. Yeah, it seems like there's a couple people that could link up and be involved. They try and search someone out. Yeah, like if. <sighs> weird coincidences like they think that the waiters are paying her extra attention all of her photos go missing the band members are paying her attention yeah. yellow is paying her I attention i definitely don't think she's gone overboard i think something's happened to her the family say that especially with all of this extra information that came out afterwards about all these sightings and whatnot and yeah. how she looks so similar the family say that they don't think she went overboard because when they got on the ship she didn't even go near the railings yeah. So I feel like that would carry over into being... It depends how drunk. Like, if I'm drunk and I'm, like, 
on a ship and I'm yeah. scared of the railings. When I'm drunk, I'm probably not going to go near the railings still. Probably not. It's, well, it depends, like, what she got in. Like, she, she was sort, seen with this yellow guy, yeah. what was going on. But I think it's very highly unlikely Yeah. that she went overboard. I think so. I think... I feel like they... To be honest, she, yeah, she could have just been lost to sex trafficking and kidnapping and couldn't get her out. I'm sure there's a lot of women... Yeah, Unfortunately, even now... In the Caribbean. Just, yeah, just um, women worldwide that get caught into this stuff that mm. families and people can't get out of just because they don't have the power or the knowledge yeah. of Especially what happened to them, where to get them out. Countries. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's a lot like, of crime, apparently, in the Caribbean and on these islands. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, is, like, we live very sheltered, but we don't see a lot of that going on where, in a lot of these poorer countries, it might be kind of that, and it might be a, you know, keep your mouth quiet, or something bad's going to happen to you. Yeah. So it's it's just hard with people's different. They have different laws and everything, and mm. a lot of people's uh, like police systems can be corrupt. Oh yeah. You just don't sure. know what's going on in a lot uh, of people other say, countries. I think I read somewhere um, that like white girls or something were very desirable. Yeah. To to people on the island or something like that or to the traffickers i don't know i feel like i read that somewhere so right yeah well yeah that's pretty much what i thought happened was um i think she's been kidnapped and put that's into the family believe. some kind of sex trafficking ring you know like the brothel prostitution and yeah, yeah i just don't think she was ever able to get out or get someone to get her out unfortunately yeah and then maybe once they get older if they become useless who knows what happens they might kill her just so you know she doesn't escape mm. and tell her story yeah that's true probably it's... just use her and then when they're done with her made money out of it they don't care it just seems like there's a lot of heartless people out there mm. yeah it's i can't find much information like these days lately there's yeah not well, really it's been updates. 15 years since it yeah happened you know um, I wouldn't be surprised if the family doesn't really visit the island. They might just want to move on from that. Yeah, um, I don't know. They're probably always... Or they're always keeping, like, an I'm ear sure, out for updates and everything, but I'm I doubt... I'm sure they go back. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't really speak for the family. Because I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, what I they haven't do. seen anything from them recently, or... Um, a lot of information is, is old information that's just being retold. Yeah. Um, if anything good has come out of this, it's that the cruise ship laws have changed and there's it's a bit safer now. Yeah, I think there'd um, have to be a lot more security and at least for the people that listen to this, definitely do your research on the company that you're going to go on to if you're mm. uh, going on a cruise and do your research on the places it visits. Yeah, and if you've been drinking, don't go anywhere by yourself. Yeah, just always have a have eyes always on each other one. and um, be that little bit extra careful, I'd say. Especially with uh, the new people you meet. Yeah, so that's the case of Amy Bradley. Yeah, that's pretty Hope interesting. Hope you enjoyed. Hopefully uh, the next episode we do, we'll have a solution for you. A well, not for this case. What, for what? For the case that we do, like a closed oh, case. Oh, right. Sorry, I was like, oh, are we no, finding a, a solution not a solution for, for this case. I'm no detective yes. myself. We, we will we'll do something different next week. Give you something a bit less sad. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you guys thought a little bit about that. I, yeah, I'm definitely intrigued as to what happened. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Now I'm going to have a get to tell you a little bit about a cool animal all right guys so the cool animal i have for you for today's episode is now hopefully i pronounce this correct the terotopsis nutricular jellyfish also known as the immortal jellyfish uh, so it's actually the only species known to live forever in a certain way so what happens is it um, recreates its life cycle pretty well once it reaches the adult stage so it's not a jellyfish yeah. forever it goes back into a polyp it starts out as a polyp so it starts out as a polyp grows up into an adult jellyfish you can look yep. up the photo for it just google um immortal jellyfish will come mm -hmm. up and then once it's 
been uh, adult for a certain amount of time, it goes back into a polyp and then recreates it again. And so that's pretty interesting for you guys. Now, obviously, it can still be killed, but assuming nothing kind of attacks it or eats it, uh, then it will continue to live forever. So I guess you didn't know that, that it's the only species known to live forever is an, a jellyfish. So a certain type, but... Hopefully that intrigues you guys for this episode. I uh, hope you did enjoy it, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye, guys.